Yo, what is going on everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy and in today's video we are going to be talking about the NFL Draft Round 1, the whole recap for the whole draft. Obviously I'm in my Dolphins gear so I am a Miami Dolphins fan which could be a bit confusing because my picture is Money Manziel but that's okay with me. So the draft began obviously at 8 o'clock. It took forever. I don't know what you guys thought about the draft but it felt like it was taking way longer than normal. It concluded around 12 p.m. I believe. Eastern Standard Time. It was a fun time, though. I live streamed the whole draft. If you want to scroll through that and find your team's pick to see our instant reactions, you can do that. But this is my afterthoughts, so let's get right into it. So the first pick of the 2020 NFL Draft was the Cincinnati Bengals. They went ahead and selected Joseph Burrow, quarterback out of LSU. Now, to be fair, this was the most obvious pick I've ever seen. The Miami Dolphins offered them the mother load, the godfather pick, as was dubbed by someone on Twitter. They were going to send them legitimately everything for Mr. Joseph Burrow and the Bengals said fuck it we are going to select our guy because we are going to embarrass ourselves if we trade away Joe Burrow and he goes to the Dolphins and he's a god the fans are going to crucify us and if we don't pick him the fans are going to kill us so the same thing was going to happen regardless Joe Burrow obviously a very talented player out of LSU one of the best quarterbacks out coming out of college ever one of the best college football quarterbacks ever in his senior season had one of the best seasons ever and I'm not saying he's going to be the greatest NFL quarterback to ever live sure I'm definitely not saying that but I do think that Joe Burrow is talented and the Cincinnati Bengals would have been very disappointed if they did not select Mr. Joe Burrow at the first overall pick now the second pick was by the Washington Redskins now this pick was also very, very typical. The Washington Redskins went up there, and they selected Chase Young, defensive end, out of Ohio State. This was very clear. It seemed like Mr. Chase Young was going to be the pick for the Washington Redskins for a while now. Ever since the season ended, everyone was talking about how it was going to be Chase Young, and it was. This is a great pick by the Washington Redskins. Many dubbed Chase Young as the actual most talented player in the NFL draft, the Washington Redskins have a Redskins have a hole in their defense. They have a hole pretty much everywhere. Even with that said, I love the pick of Chase Young for the Washington Redskins. I think that the Redskins could have a much better year this season. And obviously, you cannot miss out on what many believe is the best player in the NFL draft. So now at number three, the Detroit Lions were up. And this is where the draft got a bit spicy. Me... As a Dolphins fan, I thought that the Miami Dolphins were going to have to trade up here and give whatever we wanted to get my man Tua. Now, what happened was the Detroit Lions waited the whole pick timer, and they ended up selecting Jeffrey Okuda, cornerback out of Ohio State. Now, this was obviously the best move for the Lions because they needed they needed to get a corner. They got rid of all of these corners. They got rid of Darius Slay, who was the best player on their team besides Stafford, and now he is gone. So now they fill in with Jeffrey Okuda, a very talented player, the best corner in the draft, and a great pick by the Detroit Lions. Now, why I think that a trade did not end up occurring was because the Dolphins called up Mr. Matt Patricia in Detroit, and he said, hey, let's see. Miami said, let's see what happens. If the Jaguars offer you something, we are going to offer an even bigger pick, or if the Chargers offer you something, what do you offer an even bigger deal? And no one came a-calling, and the Lions said, you know what? We're just going to take Mr. Jeff Okuda at number three. Now, at number four, the New York Giants were up to pick, and everyone, everyone and their mother thought that this was going to be Isaiah Simmons. And you know what happened? The New York Giants said, fuck it, yet again, just like when they picked Daniel Jones last year, and they picked Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle out of Georgia. Now, to me, this is the right pick. I was dubbing in every single mock draft telling you guys, oh, please, 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 Giants, select an O-tackle to save 
Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley's life. Please do that. And you know what they ended up doing? They ended up drafting an O-tackle out of Georgia who is very talented. Obviously, he went to Georgia, so a very run-heavy school. So he's going to be a very good run helper on that offense for a run-heavy team with Saquon Barkley. I think that this was a great move by the New York football giants now. Maybe not the best tackle in the draft, but when you're picking tackles, these teams are going to pick the guy they believe is the best pick at tackle. So they got the tackle they wanted in Andrew Thomas, O-tackle, out of Georgia. Now at number five, the Miami Dolphins were up to pick, and we selected Tua, my main man Tua, quarterback out of Alabama. Now, by God, this was the pick that was amazing. If you go onto my channel, you checked for videos yesterday, I posted a video of my reaction to Tua get, getting drafted, and by God, I blew a load in my pants. I was so happy that the Dolphins picked Tua. He's the guy I've wanted for months. Four months. During the season, I thought we were tanking for Tua, and we hashtag won too many games for Tua, and it did not matter. And we were still able to select Tua at the five overall spot, and what a move by the Dolphins. We secured our quarterback, and at this point, I thought it was easy. It was a layup by the Miami Dolphins. Greer and B-Flow threw it up. D uh, Tua's dunking it. He's mid-dunk. And then the team kind of faltered with the next two picks, but I'm going to be talking about that later. So at number six, the Chargers go with Justin Herbert, quarterback out of Oregon. Now, to me, this was a bit of a surprise. I thought that the Dolphins were putting up a strong smokescreen for Herbert, and then they went and back, got two of the guy I wanted. But now the Chargers are up, and I'm like, you know what? The Chargers are going to get Simmons, right? Simmons is the guy that is on the board, the most talented guy. Justin Herbert could be a bust. All I know, Tua could be a bust, but it seems like a lot of people believe Justin Herbert may end up being a bust. But at the end of the day, the Chargers went ahead and said, fuck you, Tarav Taylor. Let me draft Justin Herbert. And that is exactly what they did. They went with Justin Herbert. Now, whether Justin Herbert is the most talented quarterback in this draft, not at all. Burrow, Tua, miles out of him. Now, would he have been the best quarterback in last draft besides Kyler? I may think so, but Justin Herbert stayed for his senior season, and he joins the LA Superchargers to be what I see as the starting quarterback. I really think Justin Herbert starts week one, and if he doesn't start week one, by week four, he has to be in the saddle for the LA Superchargers. I think that this was a move the Chargers believed in. They believed in Herbert, so they made that pick. Personally, I would have went with Simmons and then tried to draft a quarterback later or picked up a guy like Cam Newton or famous Jameis Winston, Ida W., who is still available on free agency. I think that's what they should have done, but they went with their guy, Justin Herbert, at six. Now, at number seven, the Carolina Panthers were up, and to me, this was also a surprising pick. Now, all the mock drafts had the Carolina Panthers selecting Mr. Derrick Brown. Every single mock draft I've watched, every mock draft I've done had Derrick Brown going to the Carolina Panthers. But you know what ended up happening was Isaiah Simmons ended up falling to pick seven. I was like, the Panthers are going to pick Isaiah Simmons. This is a layup pick. This is the pick you have to make. And the Panthers said, you know what? We're going to get our guy. And they picked Derrick Brown. Surprising in the moment. Looking afterwards, not as surprising. I think that Derrick Brown is a talented D-tackle out of Auburn, and I think that he is going to be a monster for the Carolina Panthers. But I just think Isaiah Simmons was slightly better. That's why that's who I would have picked if I was the Panthers. But, you know, fuck it. They can do whatever they want. Now at number eight, Arizona Cardinals fell with a beautiful spot here. Now if I was the Cardinals before the draft, I wanted an oath tackle. Whether that's Becton, whether that's Works, whether that's Andrew Thomas, no matter who it was, that's who I would have wanted at eight. But when Isaiah Simmons, a talent like Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson Falls here, you just have to make the pick. Isaiah Simmons was tearing it up 
in Clemson, and hopefully he can tear it up in Arizona. I like that pick by them. Obviously, we all thought it was going to be a tackle, but Simmons fell, so they had to pick him there. They would have really regretted not making that pick. So at number nine, the Jacksonville Jaguars go with what most assumed was going to happen if they didn't trade up as of recently. and went with C.J. Henderson, cornerback, out of Florida. Now, some people don't like C.J. Henderson. They don't think he's as good as where he was picked. And sure, a couple of weeks ago, actually, many people believed he would be like a top 20 pick, and then he sneaks into the top nine. But the Jacksonville Jaguars defense is decimated. They traded Jalen Ramsey for a used condom and a half-eaten bag of Cheez-Its or something. It was embarrassing. But, you know, the Jaguars do what they do, and they select C.J. Henderson, cornerback, out of Florida at the ninth overall pick. An overall good move for the Jaguars because they needed really anything on that defense. They also got rid of A.J. Bouye, so it was not looking too hot for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I honestly thought there was potential as a Dolphins fan. I was sitting there shitting myself thinking the Jacksonville Jaguars may trade up to four or three for Tua, and they just didn't do it. They believe in the mustache man, the Minshew mania, keeps rising because they have not picked a quarterback yet. Obviously, round two through seven, that could change. But as of right now, I love C.J. Henderson for the pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now at number 10, the Cleveland Browns select Jedrick Wills, O-tackle out of Alabama. Now, obviously, many people projected Andrew Thomas would actually go here, but the Giants said, fuck it, let me get Andrew Thomas, so now the Browns go with Wills. This is the right move. Baker Mayfield cannot be getting laid on his ass. This offense is going to run, 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 run the rock so many times. Stefanski, when he was in the Vikings, when he was the offensive coordinator for the Vikings, they were running the ball around 60 to 65% of the time every game. And I think they're going to be the same thing this year for the Browns. He is now their head coach. They are going to be very run heavy with Mr. Chubb and with Mr. Kareem Hunt. Now, obviously, Chubb gets 20 to 25 touches a game, I think, and then Kareem's around 5 or 10. But with that said, that's still great for both guys. Jedrick Wills is the tackle they wanted there uh, with Mr. Uh, Andrew Thomas gone. So they went with and got their guy, Jedrick Wills. So now at number 11, the New York football Jets make the move that a lot of Jets fans actually did not want to happen. Many Jets fans will tell you, we want Ruggs, we want Judy, we want C.D. Lamb. And you know what the New York Jets said? They said, fuck you, we're going to make a correct decision. Adam Gaze got off that Coke or whatever he was on, and he just said, let me get Makai Becton. And this is a great move. Makai Becton, clearly a very, very talented offensive tackle out of Louisiana. Uh, not Louisiana, I'm so sorry, out of Louisville. And he's going to be protecting my man, mono man, Sam Darnold. Now, I'm a, I'm a Dolphins fan. I don't like the Jets, but this is by far the correct move. Sam Darnold is going to get absolutely whacked if they didn't do this. They added some other O tackles uh, in free agency, but I think that Makai Becton is the tip top guy they wanted here. They went ahead and made the correct move for once. Shout out to the Jumbo Jets. Now at number 12, the Las Vegas Raiders are up to pick, and they walk up to the podium. Not really podium, actually. In Goodell's basement, they just said, you know what? Let me pick Henry Ruggs, and Gruden was like, oh, I can't even do a Gruden voice, so I'm not going to do it, but he loves it, man. He loves it. He got the speedy guy. Everyone's going to say this, and I will say it again. This guy is like Lightning McQueen out there. He is speed. The Raiders and Gruden have seen Tyreek Hill and Mahomes spank that 
asked repeatedly, and they said, you know what, let me get that speedy guy in Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs may not be the number one wide receiver on your board or the guy that you wanted the Raiders to pick, but at the end of the day, they went with the other Alabama receiver in Henry Ruggs, and they believe he is going to be very talented NBA guy to help out the Raiders. The Raiders really needed speed. Renfro and Tyrell Williams are not the speediest guys. Henry Ruggs as a whole big portion to this offense with that speed. I think this is great for the Raiders, mainly because now Josh Jacobs is going to be running free. They know it's not just going to be Josh Jacobs. They're going to be worried, holy shit, Henry Ruggs just ran down the field in about three seconds, and then out of nowhere, Josh Jacobs goes boom and just runs it straight through the line and just demolishes people. I love Josh Jacobs. For the, I love Josh Jacobs now, and I love Henry Ruggs. Now, I don't think Henry Ruggs will have some super huge stat line, but I think he's going to be someone that really helps the Raiders because they're going to be worried about the guy bursting them down and running straight up 99 miles an hour and taking the ball to the house at any point he gets the ball because that is how speedy he is. He is a great and talented player for the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, at number 13, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers trade up. They said, you know what? Let me get this pick and let me get my guy, and they go ahead and draft Tristan Wirfs, O-Tackle, out of Iowa. A great pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They wanted a tackle. They need a guy to protect old man Tommy Tom, and that is exactly what they do. They get him in there, and now Tom Brady won't be scared out of his mind. Now, what do the Tampa Bay Buccaneers need now? Now they need a running back. The second round, in the first round, only one running back was taken, who we're going to talk about later. There's a bunch of guys left. Maybe they will get one, and the Buccaneers are going to look like a top-tier offense with Tom Brady. They're going to be scary. If they had this team with Jameis, I would be fucking confident that they would be able to even get that far. But now with Brady, a guy who's very safe, a guy who's very calculated, the best quarterback of all time. I'm a Dolphins fan. I watched Brady just end us unless we were at home. Brady was just destroying us, and I love this pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, number 14 was a bit of a surprise. The San Francisco 49ers obviously moved back one pick and got something from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers were originally at 14, and the San Francisco 49ers were originally at 13. Now, many fans... We're thinking the 49ers are going to draft a wide receiver. They get Judy or they can get Lamb here. And they go ahead and get uh, Javon Kinlaw, D-tackle out of South Carolina, go Cox. This is clearly a right move. They obviously need another D. Their fucking defense is unreal. And they're just going to say, you know what? I Personally, this is my opinion. I don't like Jimmy Garoppolo. So what they're doing is they're like, let's put it all on the defense. Unless we go against Pat Mahomes, we are going to molly-wop you with our defense. And adding a guy with the talent like Kinlaw is an amazing move for the San Francisco 49ers. Now, many fans will call bullshit. They were going to want the wide receiver, like I said. And while that is the more fun play, maybe the more fantasy football play, they went with the more realistic play and drafted a guy to help out that amazing defense. Now at number 15, we see the Denver Broncos select Jerry Judy, wide receiver out of Alabama. Now Cortland Sutton may be the only wide receiver on this team before this. They have Deshaun Hamilton, they have these other guys, but they really never stepped up to the way that Cortland Sutton stepped up. And this year they get Jerry Judy. Some may think Jerry Judy is the best wide receiver in the NFL draft, and they got him at pick 15 ahead of his after his teammate Ruggs went earlier to the Raiders, a division rival for the Broncos. So I love this pick for the Denver Broncos. I'm not too sure any of these rookie wide receivers are going to put up humongous stat lines. Honestly, 
early in their career because I am worried about there's not going to be really training camp. There's not going to be these things that these wide receivers need to learn the routes to develop chemistry with these quarterbacks. But at the end of the day, Jerry Judy is the guy that that the uh, Broncos wanted So and Elway. So they said, you know what, let me get Jerry Judy. I like that pick. Now at 16, the Atlanta Falcons went with A.J. Terrell, cornerback out of Clemson. Is that the move? I don't know. A.J. Terrell was a great cornerback. It was a guy that a lot of people weren't liking inside of the top three round or inside of the top 32 picks of the draft, the whole first round. But the Falcons said, you know what, let me get there, get a guy. And I get that. Draft A.J. Terrell. Sure, he's a great fit there. Probably the best corner on the board as of that time. The Falcons defense legitimately needs so much help. They could have drafted anyone on defense, and I would have been happy if I was a Falcons fan because the Falcons defense is legitimately no one. They got rid of Trufant. There's really no one on that fucking defense. And a guy like A.J. Terrell, who was very good in Clemson, sure, he's playing up against these not-so-good teams in reality because that the, the conference or whatever it's called in college football, sorry, I don't really know these kind of things, those kind of names, but the ACC, not very good. But A.J. Terrell is a very talented player, and he was selected to the Atlanta Falcons, so shout-out to the Falcons, 28-3. And number 17, the Dallas Cowboys were up to pick. And the guy that... Dallas Cowboys fans wanted was here. CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver out of Oklahoma. Now, let me tell you why I believe this is not what the Cowboys should have done. Okay, it's what they probably had to do because Mr. Kinlaw, not Kinlaw, Mr. A.J. Terrell went in front of him, but I think they could have gotten some other guys there, to be honest with you. But they went with CeeDee Lamb. Now, why do I personally not like this decision? For one, I don't like the fact that they're developed, they're just like, we need to get a good defense. We need, or not a good defense. We need to get a good offense. We need to hammer the offense. Obviously, Kinlaw already went uh, to the 49ers. Sorry about that. But yeah, C.D. Lamb is a talented guy. But the Dallas Cowboys are developing too much love for this offense. And it makes no sense for me. All right, you have Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb. You pay Amari Cooper way too much money. C.D. Lamb is talented. Michael Gallup, very talented. They have three solid wide receivers, but why do you need three fucking great wide receivers? It doesn't make any sense to me. This defense is going to get torched in games, and it is going to be hilarious for me. CeeDee Lamb is a very talented player. So I'm not going to say this is the worst pick in the draft. I'm not going to go ahead and tell you that this is a dumb pick by the Cowboys, but if I'm the Cowboys, I would have wanted a defensive piece. I love CeeDee Lamb. I think this is not the best landing spot for him fantasy-wise or for his career because I don't think he's going to have an amazing season because there's other talented guys around him. Sure, he wants to win that Super Bowl. Dallas may be able to do that if their defense is able to be okay. I am worried about their defense, so the, the pick to me is probably around a B to C-plus for me, but CeeDee Lamb is just about pretty, he's a very good, talented wide receiver. So at 18, the Miami Dolphins select Austin Jackson, O-Tackle, USC. Okay, I'm a Dolphins fan. I did not like this pick. They need an offensive lineman. I thought they were to go with Josh Jones or Cesar Ruiz, and they didn't go with either of them. I like both of them more than Austin Jackson. I'm glad we drafted an O-Tackle. Hopefully Austin Jackson is as good as some people are telling me. I made a reaction video. Me and my friend Tyler were fucking heated that they drafted Austin Jackson. I even am dumb enough, and I called him Andrew Jackson in the title, which is pretty funny. Shout out to U.S. history. But Austin Jackson is a good player. I'm just not sure 18 is where we need to get him. Probably could have gotten him later in the draft, or we probably could have just waited until the second round. So at number 19, the Las Vegas Raiders are back on the board, and they select Damon Arnett, 
cornerback, Ohio State. This is a reach. Another reach for the Las Vegas Raiders. I think now they didn't reach on the first pick, but this is a reach. Another reach in the draft. I think they could have went with a different corner, a guy like Gladney, who to me is more talented than Arnett. If you guys think Arnett is more talented than those guys, go ahead and leave it down in the comments. I'm not going to yell at you or something. It's all good with me, but I like Arnett. Arnett is a good – the cornerback position is a need for the Raiders. I'm just not sure that is the guy they needed to get. I think they could have went with a different guy. But with that said, they went ahead and got their guy, Arnett, at 19. Now, at number 20, the Jacksonville Jaguars were up to pick, and they selected Calaveron. Chase on outside linebacker LSU. That's who I would have wanted as a Cowboys fan. If I was Cowboys fan, I would have wanted to get Mr. Chase on, and they, the Jaguars get him. The Jaguars build two defensive pieces with their two picks. Great move by the Jaguars. That defense went from a elite defense in the NFL, a top-tier defense in the NFL, a defense that you were scared shitless to play, a defense that almost beat Tom fucking Brady and almost punched a ticket to the Super Bowl. They could have couple of years ago and now it's a wasteland it is a fucking wasteland they got rid of everyone and now chase on comes in there trying to rebuild that defense obviously this man uh i don't even know how to pronounce his name nagoku or however you say his name i'm so sorry i'm not very good at pronouncing names i can't even pronounce to his last name and he's on my team i'll figure it out eventually though but that guy wants out this guy has been pissed off he's like at jaguars what the fuck are you guys doing Blah, blah, blah on Twitter. So at the end of the day, Chase on was a great pick for the Jaguars. Now 21, Jalen Rieger, wide receiver TCU, goes to the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know if that's the right move. I thought they need defense more than a wide receiver, but I also think they need a wide receiver too. So I don't know. Rieger, was Rieger the pick here? I think Rieger and the guy who comes next, Justin Jefferson, are very talented guys. Personally, from what I have watched, Justin Jefferson is the better wide receiver to me. But Rieger, go ahead, very talented player. The Eagles go ahead and get a wide receiver, a position they really need help with. At 22, the mini sort of Vikings, with their second pick in the draft, select Justin Jefferson. Or maybe this was the first pick. I'm so sorry. Let's scroll down real quick. Yeah, no, that was their, their second pick. My bad, guys. So the Minnesota Vikings selected with their... Actually, I'm a dumbass. This is their first pick. I'm so sorry, boys. It's okay. It's okay. We forget things sometimes. So at 22, the Minnesota Vikings select Justin Jefferson. Very talented wide receiver out of LSU. A guy I loved. Loved, loved, loved going into the draft. And the Minnesota Vikings replace Stefan Diggs with Justin Jefferson. Now, for fantasy football, I'm worried because I don't think Kirk Cousins can throw the ball to two different guys during the game. I just don't think he can. But Justin Jefferson is a very talented guy. The Minnesota Vikings may be very happy with that pick, him falling to 22. At 23, the Los Angeles Superchargers trade with the New England Deflatories. The Patriots say, you know what, let me let me out of this first fucking round like they do every year. And they select Kenneth Murray, inside linebacker out of Oklahoma. Kenneth Murray may be one of the best top two linebackers in the draft. And the Chargers just solidify that defense. A defense that, to me, is very, very scary. Okay? I don't love the Herbert pick, but I do love this pick. That defense is going to be one to fear. They could even maybe beat the Chiefs twice or once. I don't know. That defense is fucking strong, and I love that pick for the Los Angeles Superchargers. Now at 24, the New Orleans Saints select Cesar Ruiz Center, Michigan. That's who I wanted the Dolphins to pick, kind of, with their third pick, and they just didn't pick him. They obviously didn't pick him. The Saints get him. This is not the like this uh, ESPN article says. It ain't a sexy pick. It's really not. Originally, I thought that they needed a wide receiver. And then they brought in Emmanuel Sanders. So now they don't need a wide receiver. Now what they need is, I don't really know. I thought maybe they would pick a quarterback. I didn't, they don't really need too many needs because that team is very, very good. 
Obviously, they're playing up against Tam Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the same division, but without that, they would easily mollywop everyone else. So this pick is great for the Saints. They go ahead and get a center who they may end up using for the games, obviously. So I like that move for the Saints. Cesar Ruiz is a very talented player out of Michigan. Now 25, the San Francisco 49ers get their pick here. They move on. They, the fucking uh, Minnesota Vikings say, you know what? Let me move back. Let me get Mr. Brandon I. Ook. Now, I don't know about this, man. I do not know about this if I'm the 49ers. There's a bunch of other talented wide receivers like Mims. A couple other guys that were still on the board, and they went with Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State, who to many, not a first-round pick, not even, he was a second-round pick to many, or a third-round pick, and he goes in the second, or he goes in the fucking first round, 25, to the San Francisco 49ers. Is that a reach 100%? Is that who they wanted? Yes. Is Jimmy Garoppolo good? No. Are the 49ers going to fall the same doom that the Eagles fell to, that the Rams fell to? Probably, because... I don't know, man. This is just not a good team. I'm. They have a very good defense. I like their defensive pick earlier in the draft. I don't like Ayuk. I think they should have went with something else or just not even have traded up. Why did they trade up to get Brandon Ayuk? I have no fucking idea. Makes no sense to me. At 26, the Green Bay Packers select Mr. Jordan Love out of Utah State. What a surprise. What a surprise in the draft. I said it while we were live streaming the draft. I said, what if the Packers draft Jordan Love? And they went out and did it. I thought the Saints might do it as well. The Packers do it. Rodgers, not super old. Not very old. Not old enough for where I'd be scared. But Jordan Love is a very talented player. And I think he was not going to escape the first round. Or not. Or maybe he went in, would have won in the second round early. But Jordan Love is a very talented guy out of Utah State. He's a guy that is obviously going to be groomed behind Mr. Aaron Rodgers. So a great pick by the Packers. Maybe we're seeing another Favre-Rodgers type deal here. Winky face to all you Packers fans. Now number 27, the Seattle Seahawks are up, and I don't know what the fuck they were thinking here. I don't know. There were a lot of other players that the Seahawks could have picked, or they could have just said, you know what? I don't want this pick. Get me out of here. And they select Jordan Brooks, inside linebacker, Texas Tech. If I'm going to be honest with you, I have no fucking idea who this guy is. I have no idea. Patrick Queen goes at 28 to the Ravens? Why did you pick Jordan Brooks instead of Patrick Queen? I have no idea. I'm shell-shocked. I had no idea. I thought that the Seattle Seahawks were just going to do what they always do. Pete Carroll's going to chew that gum and pick a fucking running back. And they went with Jordan Brooks? Very unsure about that. Let me know, you Seattle fans, what you guys thought about Jordan Brooks being selected in the first round. 27 to your Seattle Seahawks. Let me know. At 28, the Baltimore Ravens select Patrick Queen. This is a better pick here. The better inside linebacker. A very talented guy to add to this Ravens defense, which was already very stout. Obviously, they got their ass smacked by the Tennessee Titans, but they're still a great team. And this is a great pick by the Baltimore Ravens. Really helps them out. Now, number 29 was the Tennessee Titans. They go with Isaiah Wilson. Now, they obviously lost Jack Conklin. In the offseason, I believe he went to... Oh, shit, I don't even remember what team he went to because I'm a bit dense and I forget these things. And it is 2 in the morning when I'm recording this after the draft. So, shout out to me for for streaming for 5 hours and then making a video. Actually, don't shout out to me because, you know, got to do what you got to do. 29, the Tennessee Titans select Isaiah Wilson. No tackle out of Georgia. He's a guy I would have liked more than Austin Jackson. For the Dolphins, he's a very talented guy. Georgia, yet again. So, this guy's going to be a great run blocker. For big man Derrick Henry. Maybe Derrick Henry will only be here for one more year. They franchise tagged him, so I'm not sure how much longer he'll be here. But Isaiah Wilson was a great pick for the Tennessee Titans. Build up that O tackle and be good. That's a great move for them. Hopefully Tannehill can stay good. 
I'm a Dolphins fan, so I've seen Tannehill for years, and by God, I don't know if he will be able to be as good as he was last year. I just don't know. I don't think so. But with that said, the Tennessee Titans do have a solid team. They have a great coach in Vrabel. That pick is pretty good for the Tennessee Titans. Now 30. The Miami Dolphins, this pick is a D-. There were so many corners on the board, and the Miami Dolphins select Noah Igohigine. Noah I is what I fucking call him. What the fuck, Miami? What the fuck? You can watch my reaction to it. I was speechless. I was speechless. I just said his name, and I just, I was just sad. You can watch that on the channel as well. Noah I, probably, he's a talented player. He is a talented player. But is he t more talented than Jeff Gladney? Is he more talented than some of these other corners that were still on the board? I don't think so. But with that said, the Dolphins got their guy. I don't like it. As a Dolphins fan, this is like a dumbass pick. I really don't like it. At number 31, the Minnesota Vikings. They traded back with the 49ers. They select Jeff Gladney, cornerback out of TCU, to match with Justin Jeffergod that they drafted earlier in the draft. Love that pick for the Vikings. They get a corner, and they get a wide receiver. There are two needs they get. I thought maybe they could go with two corners in the draft. Now, I know that is a bit ambitious, drafting the same position twice in the first round, but I just think their defense really needs some help. They've lost a lot of guys, a lot of guys in the offseason. I think that this is a great move for the Vikings getting a guy like Gladney, who's much more talented than Noah I, who the Dolphins selected. Now, at 32, the first running bike of the draft was selected in Clyde Edwards-Lair, a.k.a. C.E.H., running back out of LSU. I don't know. I don't know. This guy's going to be a fucking beast. He's going to the Chiefs. Anyone who goes to the Chiefs could be a fucking beast, all right? He's going to get dump-offs from my man, Patty Mahomes, Kermit the Frog, Pat Mahomes, and Hilaire's just going to eat like Ezekiel Elliott, all right? Personally, if it was any of the other running backs, if it was Jonathan Taylor, Swift, or Dobbins, I would be much more happy. But with this pick, CEH, obviously my friend Tyler, he hates this guy because he can't really pass block. I'm not sure if that's just something Tyler hates about him or if that's something a lot of people talk about him. Let me know in the comments. I think that CEH is a talented player, and I like this pick by the Chiefs. I'm just not sure why they picked him. Over Taylor. Taylor, to me, let me just talk real quick. Taylor, to me, is by far and away the most talented running back in this draft. Jonathan Taylor's huge. He gets a zillion carries in Wisconsin and doesn't lose any games to injury. He doesn't get hurt. He's a fucking beast. I don't know why they didn't draft him, but that's who they wanted, and they went and got CEH running back out of LSU. So... Thank you guys all for watching this video. If at any point you ended up enjoying, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below or on your screen right now. Video above me, video to the, the, the right, video to the top right. Make sure to have a great rest of your day. Make sure to let me know down below in the comments what you thought of every single pick in the draft or of your team's picks. Like I said, I'm a Dolphins fan. The Dolphins fans, re my reaction to all those picks will happen on the screen right now. I'll probably react to the round two picks tomorrow as well. I love each and every single one of you guys. I hope your team had a great draft. I hope you're feeling good about your draft. And I hope you had a fun time watching the draft. Stay safe from the big Rona. Have a great rest of your day. Goodbye.